On today's show, we will finish up our preseason predictions for the 22-23 NHL season. We'll revisit the Central Division briefly and then give a quick overview of how I see things shaping out in the Pacific, Atlantic, and Metropolitan Division. And then to close out the show, we'll talk about where the Dallas Stars stand amidst the rest of the league and what the expectations should be for the team going into this season. All of that and more on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Wednesday, October 12th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and for making Locked on Stars your first listen every single day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year. Uh, you can also find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform, uh, whether that be Spotify, Apple. You can leave us a five-star rating or review if you enjoy the show on there as well. And you can follow us on social media too, at Instagram, uh, at Locked On Stars there, and at Twitter, just as simple, at Locked On Stars on there as well. And then my personal Twitter account is at Dane double underscore Lewis. Be sure to check us out everywhere that you can find our content. Uh, we are free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. Thank you guys again for tuning in. We've made it. The NHL season officially, officially has begun. I know that the Preds and the Sharks got things kicked off last weekend, but the NHL did a very bad job of marketing that to the general public. And if you asked probably the average sports fan when hockey started, they probably would have said yesterday uh, when we had games between the Rangers and Lightning and Kings versus Golden Knights. But I digress. Different conversation for a different Day, But on today's episode, we are going to finish up our predictions. We've talked a lot about this Stars team. We talked about the Central Division, the award winners, so on and so forth. But now it's time to go around the rest of the NHL and see what other teams and or storylines could potentially affect the Dallas Stars, whether it be by being an obstacle for them or being something or a team that could, you know, spark interest, whether it be a trade down the line, a team that, you know, could provide an intriguing matchup, tons to talk about. And when we start off, let's keep things here in the Western Conference. Just a quick review. If you've been listening for the past several weeks, you know my thoughts on how I see the Central Division shaping out. Avalanche, Blues, Wild, Stars, Predators, Jets, Coyotes, and Blackhawks. Uh, that is my ranking in order of how I see the standings finishing out. Pretty much the same as last year, but flip the Wild and the Blues. But also don't be surprised if you see the Stars push for a top three spot. And I think the Predators also get into the postseason. And I've gone on record in saying that I think the Western Conference playoff picture will look pretty much the same as it did last season as far as which teams are participating. Obviously, the seeding probably won't be the same. As I just mentioned, I think it's going to look a little bit different in the Central. But 
my playoff prediction includes the Pacific Division. I think we will see three teams representing the Pacific Division in the Stanley Cup playoffs in 2023, and I think it will be the same three teams from last season. This is how I officially see the Pacific Division shaping out as far as standings. I have the Edmonton Oilers coming in at number one, followed by the Los Angeles Kings, the Calgary Flames, Vancouver Canucks, Vegas Golden Knights, Anaheim Ducks, Seattle Kraken, and San Jose Sharks. Now, you might be hearing this, and maybe you don't pay too much attention to the Pacific Division, or maybe you do, and that's totally great. If you have thoughts on the standings of some of these other divisions, let me know in the comments down below on YouTube. But I, for one, think that this is the Oilers' year to catch fire and light the league on fire. They already do so pretty consistently uh, with two of the best forwards in the game in Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. I think that they are going to take this division by storm. Uh, and obviously, I think the Flames are still going to be good. I have them at third, but I just don't know if they're going to pack the same offensive punch as last season. I think there will be some nights where they look really good, and I think there'll be there will be stretches where they look like a really great offense, but just as of right now, it's unproven because they lost two of their big offensive pieces in Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Gaudreau. And of course, they did get some talent back with Jonathan Huberdo. They got Nazem Kadri back. They have one of the more impressive defensive cores in the NHL. Not saying they're going to regress drastically or take a mighty step back, but I just think that maybe they slip a little bit and maybe fall to third in the division behind the Los Angeles Kings, who are one of my sleeper teams going into this season to not just be a playoff contender, but a team that could potentially make a very deep run in the postseason. Los Angeles kind of was a shocking story last season. I feel like they were forgotten very quickly in the overall story of the playoffs because they only made it to round one, but they took that Oilers team that eventually made it to the Western Conference Finals. They took them to seven games. There were moments in that series where the Kings looked like the superior squad, and you could definitely argue that they got better this offseason with the addition of Kevin Fiala to an already really impressive core of Anji Kopitar, Adrian Kempe, Drew Doughty, just to name a few. That Kings team is going to be very good in my opinion, and I'm very excited to see how they play. Unless they're playing the Dallas Stars, then I hope that they have an off night. But those are my top three. Now, that leaves a few other teams in the Pacific Division that I think could be threatening for a playoff spot and would not be surprised to be proven wrong by a few of these teams that I've left out of the playoff picture. The first of those being the Vancouver Canucks. I think that they in the Pacific Division pose the biggest threat to burst into the postseason, uh, maybe instead of the three aforementioned teams. And Stars fans know good and well how talented this Canucks squad is. Uh, they played an incredibly hard style of hockey to you know, play against last season. And Stars fans, like I said, especially know because they won all three meetings against the Stars, whether it was in Vancouver or whether it was in Dallas. This Canucks team just gave the Stars fits. And they also return a very impressive core of JT Miller, Pedersen, Quinn Hughes, Bo Horvat, Thatcher Demko, who a lot of people have as a sleeper Vesna caliber trophy type goaltender, and he obviously is very good, and I personally have seen him on a lot of top 10 lists myself. This is going to be a very tricky Vancouver Canucks team that I think maybe just barely misses the playoffs, but also if I'm going to be proven wrong about a team, I think the Canucks could certainly be at the top of that list. And the Vegas Golden Knights are another team that a lot of people seem to be pretty high on, all things considered. And I can certainly see why you get the new coach, uh, Cassidy, from Boston. He's obviously a very good coach, but you do lose you know, veteran goaltending, uh, and you have a guy like Logan Thompson coming into the fold who seems to be talented, seems to be good, but he's just very young and 
overall unproven as far as consistency. Uh, and there's a big question surrounding, can this Vegas Golden Knights team stay healthy? That was really their Achilles heel last season was their health. They have some really good talent. They have good players. And even despite all of the injuries last season, they were competing for a playoff spot up until you know, the final week of the season where eventually they fell just short of making it to the dance. But now they seem to be returning a pretty healthy roster. They have Jack Eichel now as a part of this team for, in theory, the entire season. How much will that be a factor? I personally just don't see the Golden Knights keeping up with some of the other teams like the Oilers, Kings, and Flames. And I think them and the Canucks will be battling for a playoff spot all season long and likely even with the teams like the Stars and the Predators who could be hanging around the wild card territory. Well, those are my thoughts on the Pacific Division and some of the teams that could be posing a threat to the Stars for a playoff seed. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will go out east and talk about the Metro Division and the Atlantic Division. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. With 24 7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, and smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real. And even hazard sensors that in instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Our monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real, so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Again, visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. We've covered my predictions for the Western Conference. I have the Avalanche and the Oilers winning the Central and Pacific Divisions respectfully. Now we shift our focus to the Eastern Conference, which I, for one, am not envious of the teams playing in that conference. I'm very glad the Stars are in the West, where they very much have a chance to make the postseason. The Stars team, while they might be good out East, might not even sniff a postseason berth if they had to play in some of these divisions. It's absolutely loaded, uh, and it may be a different conference, but Dallas is going to play each of these teams twice in a season, and those games absolutely matter. And many of you will remember the Stars were awful on the road to start the season, and then around the early stages, mid-stages of winter, January, February time of season, the Stars took a four-game road trip 
out east and play four inferior teams, sure, but still, you know, a win in the NHL on the road is impressive no matter who you're playing. And the Stars went on to beat teams like Buffalo, Philadelphia, Detroit, and New Jersey all in consecutive games, which was great for this team. And they also got some big wins against some of these Eastern Conference teams at home, like the Tampa Bay Lightning. They took down the Hurricanes at home. You know, we might not pay that much attention to the Eastern Conference consistently throughout the season, but it's important to keep up with these teams to know how the stars stack up because these games, while they might feel insignificant just with how few there are compared to how many times you play the teams in your division and even some of the teams you play in the Pacific Division, these Eastern Conference teams could definitely have an effect on how the stars season goes. Now, let's start with the Metro Division. And I see things shaping out a little bit like this, even though this was a very hard list for me to make because I think seven of these eight teams are really good and have some potential. One of them I think is going to be, even if they won't come out and admit it, I think they're definitely going to be tanking. But the way I see the Metro Division shaping out is the Carolina Hurricanes, New York Rangers, Washington Capitals, Pittsburgh Penguins, New York Islanders, Columbus Blue Jackets, New Jersey Devils, and the Philadelphia Flyers. Now, teams like the Islanders, Blue Jackets, and Devils, I think are all going to be good. They're going to take a step forward from where they were last season, but I just don't think it's going to be enough to outgun these top teams, teams that were all in the postseason last year with the Canes, Rangers, Caps, and Pins. I think those four teams are for sure locks for the playoffs, but there is one team in this in this division the Islanders that I think could very well crack a wild card spot. And I think that they will. Uh, I think they very much will. I think this team, even though they're returning pretty much the exact same roster as last season, I think they have a lot more working in their favor. For one, they won't have to start the season on a 17-game road trip. Hopefully, knock on wood, the COVID-19 pandemic is not as unkind to them. Hopefully, it's not unkind to anybody in this league, and hopefully it just leaves the NHL alone and just starts to leave the rest of us alone as well. But there were just so many factors and things that the Islanders could not control last season that really caused them to stumble and fall back behind teams early in the season. But now they're, it seems the playing field is going to be even. And I think this is a talented, slept-on Islanders team. Both games between the Stars and Islanders were very good last season. They were competitive and fun games to watch. And I expect the Islanders to be an intriguing team to follow that can very much punch a ticket to the postseason while it seems like the Jackets and Devils just barely miss out despite adding some really good talent to both of their rosters this offseason. Now the Atlantic Division is also very brutal. This was also a hard list for me to make because there are of course the top dogs in this division but there are also some teams very much on the rise that it was hard to rank as low as I did even though I think that they will be very competitive teams. The way I see the Atlantic Division shaping out is I have the Toronto Maple Leafs taking the top seed, followed by the Florida Panthers, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Detroit Red Wings, the Boston Bruins, Ottawa Senators, Buffalo Sabres, and the Montreal Canadiens. Now, I think the top three feels like a given, and I have heard several people say that the Boston Bruins could very well fight for a third-place spot, and I really went back and forth on placing them fourth or fifth. But here is the thing with Boston, and we've talked about it earlier this week. The Bruins are going to be starting the season 
a little bit banged up and a little bit injured. They're going to be missing a few key pieces to their lineup. We talked about McAvoy especially. They're going to be missing some forwards as well. They also have a new head coach and former Dallas Stars head coach Jim Montgomery. Personally, am rooting for him to lead this team to some sort of success this season. Uh, very, very sad what happened with Monty here in Dallas, just the way things ended. Hopefully, he's able to get some redemption and have a nice comeback season as a head coach in the National Hockey League. But I do think the Boston Bruins might get off to a little bit of a slow start this season. Nothing terrible. They're not going to be one of the bottom teams in the league. And in fact, I think they'll be very competitive throughout the season. But I think that maybe they take a slow start to the season, whereas a team like the Red Wings that has gone out and added a ton of new talent and has a pretty good roster as is with Calder Trophy winner Marit Sider, uh, with Dylan Larkin, and a few other really good young players in this league. I think that they're a very intriguing team that could be on the rise and maybe could surprise some people and take one of the wild card spots in the Eastern Conference. And I think the top three are pretty much a lock. And maybe you can shuffle around the standings a little bit. But I personally think the Leafs are going to dominate the regular season. Will it actually carry over to the postseason? Probably not. But only time will tell. They have to win a first round series at some point, right? The Florida Panthers, I think, are going to be good despite looking a little bit different themselves. Similar to the Calgary Flames, will their offense be able to keep pace like it did last season without their big motor piece in Jonathan Huberdeau? Can Matthew Kachuk come in and you know, replace or at least duplicate that kind of production. And the Tampa Bay Lightning, I think, will still be good. They do lose some key pieces this offseason, like Ryan McDonough to the Nashville Predators. They lose Andre Pilat to the New Jersey Devils, but they still have Andre Vasilevsky. They still have Nikita Kucherov, Hedman, Stamkos, so on and so forth. Still a great team, still going to be in the playoffs. And Detroit, I think, just barely squeaks and Boston just barely misses out. I think Ottawa and Buffalo are both going to take big steps forward this season, especially Ottawa. I really wanted to rank them higher, but they're one of those teams, and you could probably throw Detroit in this as well, that I just need to see it before I can believe it. And I'm really kind of taking a chance on Detroit. I know I picked on yesterday's episode for their coach to win coach of the year in the NHL. I really think the Red Wings are going to have a big season. I think Ottawa will as well. And I think they have some very fun pieces and have started the process of becoming a true Eastern Conference contender once again. So with all of that said, my official playoff teams for the Eastern Conference are the Hurricanes, Rangers, Capitals, Penguins, Islanders, Leafs, Panthers, Lightning. I think it's going to be an incredibly competitive conference. I think that it is pretty top heavy, but you're going to have teams, I think like the Blue Jackets that are going to be fighting for the majority of the season. I think Boston, if they do miss out, is going to be in the race for a playoff spot for the majority of the season. And maybe even a team like Ottawa or Buffalo comes out of nowhere uh, and, you know, shocks the NHL world by playing way above what people expect them to. That's the fun part about the NHL. And again, I, for one, am very thankful that the Dallas Stars do not have to play in either the Atlantic or the Metro Division because it is going to be absolute chaos. And I think the Canes or the Leafs very well could come on and win the President's Trophy this season. Not that the Oilers or the Avalanche couldn't, but man, these Eastern Conference teams are just something different and they're going to be incredibly fun to watch when they're not playing the Stars. Coming up next, we are going to focus just on the Dallas Stars and wrap up our predictions for this season and talk about where the Dallas Stars will finish. How do they stand amidst the rest of the league? What are the expectations for this team? And what will be considered a successful season for the Stars in 2022-2023? More on that after another quick break. 
All right, let's close out our predictions for the season, focusing on the team that we primarily talk about on this show, the Dallas Stars. Wanted to express my thoughts and opinions on the rest of the league because that does matter in the grand scheme of things. But ultimately, we are here to talk about the Stars. And this all brings us to our final question. How does the NHL season end and what role do the Stars play in the overall story? Now, I've said before, I've said it on this episode and I've said it on so many other episodes. I think the Stars will make the playoffs this season. But the question is, how far will they go? Will they be swept in round one? Will they lose in six or seven games in round one? Do they win a first round series? Do, you know, do they make a run to the conference finals? Do they shock the world like they did in 2020 and make it to the Stanley Cup finals? These are big questions that need to be answered. This is a big year for the Stars. And I think the Stars will be a wild card team in the postseason, although I wouldn't be surprised. I think it'd be great if they finish in the top three. But I think realistically, we are looking at a wild card finish for the Dallas Stars in the regular season, which means they are likely getting a date with the Colorado Avalanche or the Edmonton Oilers. And while this might seem daunting as of right now, the Stars showed that they could hang with some of these top teams in the league. Of course, Calgary and Colorado were two very different top-seeded teams last season, and obviously the Flames were the lesser of the two, and the Stars did well against them. I think that there is reason to believe that the Stars could compete with either of these teams in a first-round series. For one, as of right now, I think they have the more assured goalie situation. I think Jake Ottinger and Scott Wedgwood are a little bit more proven uh, than the goalies for sure in Colorado. Edmonton, uh, maybe with Jack Campbell, there's a little bit more experience there, but I feel like if you asked a common NHL fan, if you take Jake Ottinger or Jack Campbell in a playoff series, I think as of right now, most people would say Jake Ottinger. I don't think that's just Starbs bias talking. I think that that is actual truth just based on their recent output. But we know the Stars can hang and compete with these teams, whether it is the Oilers and then even the Avalanche last playoffs. We saw the chinks in their armor. The St. Louis Blues gave them trouble in round two. And then, of course, the Lightning gave them trouble in the Stanley Cup finals. And so this team is beatable. And I think this Avs team, as good as they're going to be, maybe aren't as loaded as they were last season. And of course, we can't just expect them to come out and do the exact same thing as they did last season. Teams have now had a full offseason to prepare and watch film and try to counter what the Avalanche are going to do this season. But all of that said, my prediction for the Stars this season is that they are going to make it out of round one of the playoffs and get to round two at the very least. And I think that is the mark of a successful season for the Dallas Stars in 2022-2023. Of course, every fan base going into the season, they want their team to win the Stanley Cup. But I think a lot would have to happen that would be out of the Stars' control in order for that to happen. The Stars can really only control what they do on the ice, whether it be injuries or something else catastrophic. I don't envision a whole lot happening that gets the Dallas Stars to the Stanley Cup Finals. Of course, we're going to be cheering for that. If that happens, I, and I know you as well, will be incredibly happy. But to be realistic, I think this team can get to and be competitive in a second round series. You know, if they make the playoffs and win a series, I think that that leaves the team and the fan base in a very good spot with a new head coach in Pete DeBoer, who is looking to have an impressive first season in order to gain the trust of the fan base and also get the approval of the front office that brought him in. And not only that, but you now have this 
you know, armada of young core cornerstone players that are likely going to be around for the long haul, potentially under the leadership of Pete DeBoer. Miro Haskinen will still have several years left on his contract. Jason Robertson, Jake Ottinger will be still on their new deals and hopefully looking to get new ones by the end of their current deals. Guys like Rope Hintz will hopefully be coming back uh, and so on and so forth. You have Mason Marchment for a few more seasons. The Stars could be in a really good place depending on how the season goes. And this season is going to be massive as far as determining the state of the Dallas Stars for the next three or four seasons. If they do really well, compete, and make the postseason, I think the team is in a good place. But if things go very, very wrong, which we all know tends to happen every now and then with teams, maybe things look a little bit more bleak. And I don't really want to dive into that right now because I don't want to bring the vibes down at the start of the season. We got to believe that this team can get out to a hot start and be competitive throughout the entirety of the season and get back to the Stanley Cup playoffs. And I think they can definitely do it. And I think if they do it, that this should give us a ton of optimism going forward surrounding this team. Now, as far as final predictions for the team, do want to give my thoughts on the team leader in points and goals. I think Jason Robertson will be the team leader in points. I think this is his year to assert himself as the offensive leader on this team, doing a little bit of everything. I think Pavelski will probably be somewhere in the top five, but I just don't see him leading the team in points like he did last season. But as far as goals, I think Rope Hintz gets that honor. I think he leads the team in goals. I think teams, uh, the Stars play night in and night out, might be giving more attention and focus to Jason Robertson because of the 41 goals he scored last season. But then, uh-oh, you have 37-goal scorer Rope Hintz on the other side of the ice who can do just as much, if not more, damage. But let me know in the comments down below if you're watching on YouTube your thoughts on this Stars team and how they will perform this season and where they will finish at the end of the season. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and for making us your first listen of the day. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Help us get to 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2022. Find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform as well. And you can also follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on Instagram and Twitter. At Dane double underscore Lewis is my personal Twitter account. And now it's time to put up or shut up. Game day is tomorrow. We will be back with another episode previewing the first game of the season for this Dallas team, Stars versus Predators in Nashville. You won't want to miss it, and you're going to get all the insight that you need right here on tomorrow's episode. But I hope you guys have a great Wednesday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for our first game day episode of the season.